Day eight is in the books. Good morning, everybody. Hello. So Frogman is back as expected. Correct. And uh, yeah, busy day yesterday, yeah. both in, for us as well as Spiel as a whole. Yeah, it was insane. It really was. So now did it feel as big? Yes, because I could not get from one hall to the other without it taking like 20 minutes. I tried to warn you. Yep. Uh, and as much as we swore that okay we're just gonna hunker down at the booth and that was that yeah that that didn't that didn't nope, happen not at all uh it was a really active day i mean really bit busy day yesterday and i say yesterday because last night was a really late night which we'll get into here in a little bit uh instead of doing this one chronologically i figure we'll just kind of talk about the stuff that yeah, we did we'll kind of group it together yeah so uh yesterday was a number of interviews it as was. well as meetings mm -hmm. and setting up further interviews so we saw a designer of oil field uh paco yanez and he showed us his new prototype as well mm -hmm. and we basically ran through the prototype instead of sitting down for an interview mm -hmm. reason being we're actually going to uh, do a longer conversations with heavy cardboard with Paco in the coming months. Yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and do that I did have a quick interview with uh, Noria designer Sophia Wagner and Hopefully we're going to also sit down with her mm -hmm. for a uh, longer conversation. Yes, with heavy cardboard uh, It's nice to see some uh, I, it's funny, I'm here in Germany and everyone calls them authors, so I've gotten in the habit uh -huh. of saying, you know, uh, someone's an author and not a designer. Uh -huh. But anyway, it's cool to see uh, a... Uh, like a new face. Like it a, is. A, a, and it being a woman is right. great. Mm -hmm. uh, also sat down and hung out and interviewed Mark Garretts, a designer of mini, uh, rails? mini rails as well as um, steamrollers. Steam mm-hmm and going to have a longer conversations with Heavy Cardboard with him as well. The fellas behind uh, Tribes, mm -hmm. Early Civilization, the publishers, they came by. We sat down for a quick interview with them. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much that. We also had lunch yesterday with a uh, couple of designers had, as well yeah. as other folk. That was pretty awesome. It was. Tony Boydell, Alexander Fister, George for Perfect Information. Let's see. Patrick, Patrick was there, and Richard was there, mm -hmm. and a, a couple other people. Um, so one of those surreal moments yeah. also happened as we were heading to or uh, arriving at that lunch. Yeah, we walked up, and Alexander Fister said, "Oh, hello, Edward. Oh, hello, Amanda." I was like, "Wait, what? How yeah. do you? Yeah. It, I mean, I assume it's because I was." with you but he knows my name so that well, means he, he listens, listens to, to the, the show. show yeah he's a fan of the show he bizarre. said that before that that was pretty cool and we also uh at the end of lunch i touch base with both alex and tony mm -hmm. and gonna do conversations with uh, with heavy cardboard with both of them uh, down the road as well um something that i forgot to mention on the other the last daily diary that was one of those, okay, this made my day moments. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. So we? we're heading to the meetup the other night and walking through Hall 1 with a suitcase uh, full of T-shirts heading towards the meetup. And I look over to my left, and there's uh, this little, I think, Italian man mm -hmm. uh, walking next to me. And I'm like, 
And he looks at me and says, you're Edward from Heavy Cardboard. And I look at him and then recognition. <laughs> and I was like, forged in steel. Yep. So I've told this story on some level previously, but indulge me here. Last year, uh, during one of the one of the days at Spiel, I was uh, I got out of the way of one of the walkways, one of the aisleways, and was leaning over. Uh, I kneeled down and was getting into my backpack, and so I was wearing a heavy cardboard T-shirt, but you really couldn't mm -hmm. see it. So you either knew me or you didn't. Right. And keep in mind, this is before the YouTube channel, mm -hmm. and this same gentleman, Nuno, we found out yep. his name, uh, walks up to me and said, you, and points at me, and I'm like, uh-oh, what, <laughs> what did, I, did do? I do? And he slings his, his backpack off, and he pulls it open, and he shows me a copy of Forge and Seal, said, this is your fault. <laughs> and I, I've mentioned that that was cool, just that's kind of one of those, you know, not saying we've arrived, but one of those really cool moments, yeah. as well as this obvious European, I'm going with Italian, uh, gentleman is not only listens to the show, but he picked up a game from a publisher and designer that are relatively local to mm -hmm. us. And I'm just like, how surreal is this? Yeah. So then out of the umpteen thousands that are at Spiel, here I am walking next to the same, same guy. person. And he and I had a pretty good laugh mm -hmm. about that story from last year. And he said, yeah, yeah what's this and year? And this year, John Company, your fault. <laughs> Uh, so that was, that was really cool. That was, uh, yeah, that was one of those moments that, yeah, just awesome. Yeah. Uh, so let's see what else. Um, speaking of Tony Boydell earlier, he was very, very patient as mm -hmm. was Richard because, uh, things kept happening and we were supposed to have a quick little meeting for him to show us a nice cup of tea. And then it kept getting slid back and slid back. And, uh, so sorry about that, Tony and Richard, but yes. eventually... We did get them. Yes, we in. did. And we got to hang out and sit and talk, as well as uh, Tony Boydell showed us a nice cup of tea, mm -hmm. his upcoming game next year from Matago. And as he described it, and we kind of all agreed that if you think of Snowdonia as a system, a lot like how Brass Lancashire is a system that has brass birmingham that feels like brass right. but is its own game right. that's what a nice cup of tea is going to end mm -hmm. up being it's a not a second edition it's not anything like that it's just taking the snowdonia system and implementing it in a different way and adding new stuff to it etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, looks great. Can't wait to well, I mean, can't wait to check it Tony out. Tony Boydell and it's about tea which you live on so yeah, seriously, right? No doubt. <laughs> we also had our second uh, Kali Mala game. We did, and it was a lot of fun. That was the first time that I've like actually played played the game. Every other time, I've just kind of been watching and as it's been being taught and stuff. And that and I really enjoyed the game, and it was a lot of fun to play with the people that we played with. Yeah, it, all patrons. It was so it was Peeny, uh -huh. it was uh, Uva, Uva, and Marlin. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, everybody but um, Vinny had a heavy cardboard t-shirt on, but it was because he had just come from working at... Well, yeah, and it's his game, yeah, uh, Edge of Dark, yeah, or Edge of Humanity, humanity. right. 
so he had on that shirt, but everybody else had on the heavy cardboard so shirt. So how, how chaotic is it? This this is kind of embarrassing, but kind of funny. So Peeney is standing uh, at the booth, right, uh, just before 1 o'clock, and he has a copy of Edgy Humanity with him. And he's like, hey, I'm here for a 1 o'clock meeting. And I'm like, oh, no. Did we double book? Really? I'm like... Did not put two and two together at all. I had all. no clue. And I'm like, dude, I am so sorry. We'll, we'll get with Amanda and reschedule. I'm sorry. And I was like, we have our game at Kalimala and we can't. And he's like, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh you're that peeny. <laughs> As if there are so many yeah, running around. because we know 15 of you. And <laughs> so, yeah, that was, ugh. Well, whatever. It's, and, it's crazy here. And this is why we write down the schedule and yep. why you're in charge of organizing everything. <laughs> so obviously we had it all planned. It was never in doubt. Exactly. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, Fabio, the designer, mm -hmm. actually was kind of hanging out yeah. and watching. And we had quite the crowd we sitting did. or, it was or awesome. standing around and, and watching. Mark Garretts came mm -hmm. up and checked that out. And a number of people did. And hashtag bad teacher. Yes. I won. Well, I don't have to run a stream. I can just focus on playing the game. That was amazing. <laughs> that felt good. So that was uh, that was really really cool. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty much it. That and just walking around the booth, picking up more games. And I started punching games. Hold on. Started. Well, I guess during the yeah. day, right? Yeah. And you organized the booth a little. Yeah. Sort of. And it's so small, and there's so many games. It's yeah. hard to do. God anything. bless Sophia. She came oh, to man. the uh, to the booth it's for like a disaster uh, area. It really there. was. We had for the three uh, auction winners. We had you had everything stacked mm -hmm. up on the table. So I was like interviewing her, kind of peering around the mountain <laughs> of games, leaning over to ask questions, and she's sitting on a chair, kind of just tucked in. And yeah, it, good yeah. thing she's she's really skinny. So yeah, she so, she did fine. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was pretty funny. But we didn't really plan on a couple of these interviews, mm -hmm. and so people just showed up. Oh, you're here. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. So they were they were very accommodating, very understanding. They like, and she was like, ah, it's not a mess. Right. And we're like, yes, 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 it is. It is. Uh, so, at the end of the the day, we headed out, and uh, it was pretty cool seeing Robert, um, the head of marketing. The, the 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 ADC Blackfire. He's the one who organized. He and um, Uli organized everything for getting us at the mm -hmm. booth he uh he was sporting a, a brick heavy cardboard yes. shirt today uh yesterday and that was that was pretty cool he, to see he said he was walking through the halls and somebody said hey nice shirt and he and before he responded yeah he's like he was like wait what and he, then he looked down and he's like oh <laughs> and he was wearing the same shirt yep. the other guy so yep. that was that was pretty cool so after that, we uh, we went to a, what is now officially our annual dinner. Yes. At uh, at the brewery, um, I don't know where it is. I can't remember the name. All I know is last year we went on a Thursday, and it was like us and two other tables. Mm -hmm. This year was a bit different. A little bit. It was um, a, it, a lot of people were there. Yeah. Well, it's Saturday night. Mm -hmm. uh, it was jam-packed. They had a live band. Mm -hmm. uh, the people were jamming. And just the, the sheer quantity of beer that is served <laughs> in this place. Insane. The table next to us had five, looked like university student mm -hmm. dudes. 
they had a pony keg, or I don't know what it's called, but it was a, a keg of beer yes, at a their little table. Keg, yep. Like they, they bring it on its own little mini pallet that sits mm -hmm. on the table, and you just pour yep. your own beer as needed. And uh, at the beginning, I was just like, are you kidding? And I took a couple mm -hmm. pictures. And then when we left, I tilted it, right? And I was like, what's up with this? They said, it's the second one. I was like, <laughs> wow, to be young uh, like that. Yep. Holy cow. Yep. So you want to talk about dinner? Sure. So Edward's talked about this dinner since he, you know, had it last year. And so I knew what I was in for, but it was still exceeded my expectations because it was so delicious so this is the raw pork place so <laughs> we ordered some of that um it was delicious i don't know what else somebody else had something else and i like that a little bit better but it was like a like a, a f uh, garlic butter spread with some sort of nut no idea and then but with, it was good. Uh, some fried onions mm -hmm. on top and then the star of the show was the schwein saxa which was well hold, whoa, 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 hold on Let's unpack the raw pork thing a little for those that aren't familiar. You go right ahead. So I think it's called raw. Anyway, it's raw pork. Mm -hmm. It's a raw, raw ground pork um, seasoned a little bit. And you spread it on some of their bread. Mm -hmm. And you put some raw, raw red onions on top and eat it. Yep. And you had no fear no. whatsoever. And Brandon... Was like, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> uh, but tried it and had had a, a full slice of it. And yep. he was like, yeah, this is actually really good. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, see? <laughs> and you liked it, yeah. right? Yeah, no, it was good. Okay. It, the other one was better, but it was, I mean, I'll, I would eat that again for All right. sure. And then, like I said, the fine saxa and the, it had a gravy and potatoes and uh, sauerkraut and mustard and it was just this huge hunk of meat and it was amazingly delicious yeah it really was we uh everybody ordered not everybody but most of the people at the table ordered something pretty crazy so there were four of us including two women mm -hmm. uh that ordered uh schwein saxa yep. so uh and then uh clay and rolf ordered the brontosaurus steaks, <laughs> um, these things were just massive pork chops. Mm -hmm. And it's it's unlike, the flavor was unlike any pork I'd ever had before. And was, just, man, <laughs> it's hard to describe. It was really good. Uh, Duroc, I, uh, like Duroc steaks, and it, uh, it was so amazing. Uh, Rolf gave me a bite. Very tempted. To order that for next year. Mm. However, <laughs> Martin had ordered like this mix skewered meat. It, it literally was like a, a Brazilian steakhouse just in front of him. To where it, every all his meat came on this hanger mm -hmm. of, and the skewer was hanging off this this hanger that came uh, next to his plate, and it was it was like a foot and a half tall. Mm -hmm. Full of just skewered different meats, was, sausages yep. and beef and pork. It was so weird. It but really did. Really it, good. <laughs> it really looked like uh, uh, chiricasseria. Yeah, something. Right, that like a <laughs> Brazilian steakhouse yeah. or whatever. It was crazy. Um, and so he finally unskewered it and he set the uh, 
he set the the stand next to him in the chair and he's like my little skinny friend <laughs> and it was just uh yeah it the the food was unbelievable the company was fantastic mm-hmm. um what do you think of the beers it was really good i only had one kind I don't, it was like the, a, a, the dark beer, the, right? No, it was like, um, there's light, medium and dark. And I think this one was a medium, but, um, I just drank whatever Yolanda said I should have. So, okay. <laughs> but I think it was a dunkle. I don't know, but it was really good. Okay. Uh, I had, I did try it. You did? Uh, didn't like it, uh, that at all. Really? The dark beer. Had you ordered that? I might've had a little bit more and tried some more of that. Uh, I had a glass of German red wine, not not good. It's like really like, uh, grape flavored water. Yeah, it was really thin, a little fruitier than I like, and yeah, just had a weird aftertaste. Not not a fan. So I ended up having a liter of still water along with a uh, Coke. Mm-hmm. They never serve ice. I know, and it's, it's I'm so excited to go back to America to get some ice. So yeah, and then after that. Uh, Dead tired, exhausted, yeah, and full belly, and not the best conditions to learn a new <laughs> game. But but uh, Rolf and Andre wanted Clay and I to try out, uh, and you. But you were you were busy. Uh, yeah, I was busy punching antiquities. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we brought about fifteen games back to the house to punch, and everybody kind of chipped in punching mm-hmm. games and got them all punched out yep. while playing. Yep. Rolf was st- sitting there punching a game while talking about coffee roasters. Right. It was funny. So their their latest prototype. These are the guy, the designers behind Wildcatters. They have a, a game called Coffee Roasters, that uh, is unlike any other game that i've ever played and that's a good thing yeah it does have uh, a little bit of a uh arc right feel in the way the coffee is distributed but it takes place i think it's 1960s brazil and fair trade coffee and it's competitive uh, to where players uh, build corporations and they can build up to five different corporations to uh, work the fields mm-hmm. there in Brazil on the mountainside, then to dry the coffee, then it gets imported to uh, or exported to Antwerp, um, and then there are contracts to fulfill. I'm butchering the description <laughs> of this. I was exhausted last it night. It sounds about like what I was hearing going on, so. But I got to say, I am hella impressed and really excited. Now, mm-hmm. it's still in development, so it's not it's not finished and they don't have a publisher yet, although I know Clay was awfully excited about having played it. So after we, we only played half a game, we played two of the four rounds because all of us were beat tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we sat around talking for about half an hour, kind of going over different aspects of the game and what we thought could could be improved and and the reasoning behind Mm -hmm. why certain things are the way they are and uh yeah uh coffee roasters is going to be uh provided it it stays similar to what it how we played it last night legitimately super excited and i don't get super excited about a lot of games Mm -hmm. and i don't have to say that about this because they're not in this room listening to (laughs) us uh but yeah legitimately excited about this game and uh yeah i think people are gonna really really dig it that like the types of games that we like cool so after that passed out uh forgot that 
time went back an hour, so I actually got an extra hour of sleep last <laughs> night. Uh, so right now it's it's coming up on 8.30 or so. Uh, you got to edit this, get it out, and then a long day begins. Yes, we will not probably not sleep again until tomorrow at some point yeah tomorrow night yeah. so here we are sunday we're going to go to the mesa you're going to ship some games home because mm -hmm. we're not going to fit everything into our bags right. and then uh, we still have a couple more games to pick up we have a couple more meetings a couple more uh possibly interviews and then the fair ends we jump on a train from essen to Amsterdam at right. nine o'clock. It gets into Amsterdam about midnight. We have to figure out how to get from the Amsterdam train station to the Amsterdam airport. Yes. And then we have about eight hours uh, to wait until our flight leaves. So it gives us plenty of time to punch more yeah. games we will and save some weight. Everything should be punched by the time we board the aircraft. <laughs> right. Or at least that isn't shipped home right. already, right? Yeah, uh, I'm very excited to go home. Mm -hmm. I am very tired. Mm -hmm. I am very run down, but I I would not trade this for the world. Yeah. I thrive on this, and when we're done with this, by the time we hit the Mesa, I will be full of energy, ready, go, 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 let's do this. Yeah. Uh, one last day, and just can't wait. So super excited. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm also very excited to be going home. I'm very sad that it's almost over, because blink in this stuff that's ended. always how it is even though i was very cognizant yep. of that i was very aware and very uh, you know in the moment and everything but it still goes by in a flash yeah so which is sad and great at the same time <laughs> all right guys so next time you guys hear from us we'll either be from the train on the way to amsterdam yep. or at the amsterdam airport yep that's for sure all right we'll catch y'all later bye everybody